human beings, we like to praise others, right? That we believe are doing a great job. And and when the thing is, um, is is uh, is to make the ask easy to answer. Yes. Right. So if yeah. you said, can you record like a one minute video? <laughs> yeah, that's they will a bit do it. Much. I'm sure they will all do it, but it will be more <laughs> heavy, right? Yes. You know, that's hard um, to do too, and and video is a lot more of an ask. Yeah, and you know the lighting has to be good, and you, yes. ha you have to be, you know, you cannot have a bad hair day and so yeah. on, right? Whereas in voice, you just need to make sure that that your voice is okay. Welcome to audio branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Dr. Ahmed Bouzid. There's a really interesting aspect of this. The tone of voice is very instrumental in either explaining what it is that you're going to be doing or what you're trying to do or how you feel about doing that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, um, here's the thing, right? If you have a lot of content that needs to be consumed, um, well, let's say audiobooks, or even if it's like two or three minutes of audio that you're listening to or navigating, use the human voice, voice I'd say, because, uh, you know, people get tired of listening to text-to-speech and they can, they can tell it's not real. They can tell, right? Um, but if it's transactional um, and the conversation is robotic, you know, I find it jarring to use, uh, to use human beings because it just creates that disconnect. Um, and I think most of the dollars, most of the business is going to be in, in content. Um, so I don't think any voiceover actors would be, should be in any way nervous. I think they should be excited, actually, um, because this thing is opening up opportunities, massive opportunities, right? So I use I use my Alexa to listen to audio content, right? Mm -hmm. And so the robot does its thing in its own clumsy way, and then I get into the real stuff. So what other opportunities do you think it opens up out of curiosity? I mean, besides audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, audiobooks are obvious, but I think uh, things like... Uh, uh, so some of the things we're doing right now at, at um, with Lingo, which is enabling folks who have actually things to share, right? Let's say you're a financial advisor and you know a lot of good stuff and you know tips and, and, and you have a client base that loves you, uh, right? And you have uh, things that you want to share. Um, so enabling those folks to easily make their what's in their head available to people uh, to listen to you know, is a massive opportunity, right? Uh, there are lots and lots of people who have lots and lots of knowledge. And um, sure. And the best way for them to share that knowledge is just to speak it. Uh, and the best way for folks to consume it is just to listen to it. Um, and so I think everything is ready right now, the platforms, you know, the tools and all, to bring all of that together. And again, to go back to one of my main drivers in, in what I do is, democratize the audio, democratize, enable as many people as possible, you know, to participate. Because I think there's a lot of waste, to be honest with you, uh, in terms of folks who have knowledge, wisdom, humor, character, right? And who just are not sharing it because it's difficult to share it or they don't know how this, well, nobody told them, right? You know, imagine all those crazy characters that we love in our life, right? Uh, I, one of them is my brother. He's just uh, the funniest person in the world. Did I tell you about? 
that is the funniest person in the world, in my opinion, right? He's funnier than Seinfeld, whatever. I mean, as soon as I see him, I start laughing, and he never disappoints, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he makes remarks, you know, on the side about this and that, yeah. and, uh, you know, he, he gets into characters. Okay, that guy, I think, I don't think it's just because he's my brother. He's just a funny guy, period. He was born funny, and and that's it. And and so there's a waste there that more more people are not taking advantage now I I've been trying to get uh, to get him to and but he's not interested he's interested in doing his thing right so uh-huh, I'm trying yeah. to one of the drivers to making my tools as easy as possible is to get him to a point where my brother finally says ah all I have to do is push a button and that's it yeah okay now I'll do that now <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's great yeah so if you're using Witlingo for that particular use to make it easy for people to just press a button and then record something, and I know that, for instance, myself and Anne Ganguza and Cheryl Halling, we're all using this for social proof on our websites to allow our listeners, people who bother to listen to the show and want to make a comment, to make that comment really easily. And then we can display it in kind of like a radio show format, almost like a streaming audio kind of thing. What, how did that even come about? Like, was that, uh, was that even what you meant this for? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that's a great question, actually. Um, I think the what, again, what I'm discovering is that there is that uh, inner driver there, right? that you sometimes just need to sit and listen to it. Like the inner driver of mine is you're trying to get as many people as possible to you to express themselves and you need to make it as easy as possible. Along the way, you get distracted. For example, we get distracted by focusing too much on Alexa, right? So Alexa is just a platform and we focus too much on it as opposed to taking a step back and saying, you know, we're trying to do this, which is to enable folks to express themselves easily um, and folks to listen to them easily. And so when we took that step back, we started thinking about, okay, you know, what's the basic thing? Um, Folks who are not podcasters, they don't have time to do podcasting. They have other things, but they have things to say. So, okay. So give me a use case uh, for that. Well, people who listen to uh, podcasts, right? They are interested in a topic. They're interested in the medium of audio, they enjoy listening to audio and they probably have things to say because they're listening to that podcast. I'm sure other podcasts, right? So I said, okay, there are tools that enable podcasters to do their thing like Anchor and all these great um, tools, right? But how about tools that enable the audiences, right, to, uh, to, you know, to participate? And so we started from there and said, okay, let's flip the equation. It's a good yeah, question. Enable the, enable the audience, you know, to uh, participate, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, you know, so we started with, you know, all kinds of rigmarole thinking about how we do this and that. And then we started inching towards where, uh, where we ha- what, where we are today. Um, so we were thinking, okay, uh, you know, here's the use case of uh, all these people who are fans of a team. Okay. Um, and so, you know, if you're, there are people who are really fans of their team, right? They really follow it. And there are many, lots and lots and lots of them who fa- follow their hockey team very closely, you know, during the season and off season, right? Uh, and they have things to say, and they talk, and they call these talk shows, and they have uh, they have opinions that they want to share, and so on. Um, so we we thought about that use case and said, what if there was a radio station that enabled these folks? You know, it's it's basically a radio station that is uh, whose content is almost exclusively uh, created by the audience. Start from there, right? Um, and from there, we built some stuff, um, and then, and then I think somewhere around there, 
you know, I bumped into you and then you bumped into me and I'm like, this person is, is crazy like me. She works all the time. <laughs> and she responds to email within a minute, which is what I do. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And she's perfect, right? <laughs> and then she has opinions and she actually is very, very smart. And, and so you started giving us feedback, right? Um, feedback that helped us actually start to pinpoint use cases. And so the use case of the audio testimonial I think I think emerging uh, through our conversations, um, mainly with you, with a couple other people, but mainly with you, where we ended up actually with um, with this thing, which is like a carousel of audios, right? Um, and then you gave a lot of interesting feedback, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to put it were, to use. Yeah. No, my engineers were irritated at the beginning, but <laughs> but I said, listen, this is gold. So quiet down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much to your developers because they were very responsive. Oh, now they're very wow. happy and they're part of themselves. <laughs> oh, good. Right. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you know, you know, engineers like everybody else, right? They they need meaning, right? Uh, like, so what I'm building is meaningful, and it just delights them to see it out there in the wild, used by people who are ordinary people, right? Uh, yeah. Not engineers and not part of the team. And they are using it earnestly. Uh, and so that's just, there's nothing like that in terms of satisfaction. I love it for social proof because, you know, what it ends up being is show testimonials, but it also could be, you know, feedback of yeah. a particular show. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not saying anyone can't just make some kind of a comment on a show that particularly interested them. Like, go ahead. <laughs> that's what it's for. Uh, so that's fantastic. But being able to use it as a testimonial from my clients in voiceover, now that is really gold. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, I mean, I love true. hearing from my podcast audience and that's definitely a use case. I love that too. But being able to have social proof as far as testimonials from my clients, that's actually another form of gold. You know, like yeah. this is really an interesting way to use it. And, and I'm finding it very fulfilling. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking my, my clients and the people that are making the, the comments are finding it very rewarding, too, because it's fun for them. <laughs> and they're able to, you know, people uh, want to uh, thank somebody that they, you know, they really do. It's part of, uh, our, you know, sure. of, of who we are, right? Yeah. As human beings, we like to praise others, right, that we believe are doing a great job. And, and when the thing is, um, is, is, uh, is to make the ask easy to answer. Yes. Right. So if yeah. you said, "Can you record like a one-minute video?" <laughs> yeah, that's they will a bit do it. Much. I'm sure they will all do it, but it will be more <laughs> heavy, right? Yes. You know, that's hard um, to do too, and and video is a lot more of an ask. Yeah, and you know, the lighting has to be good, and you, yes. ha you have to be, you know, you cannot have a bad hair day, and so yeah. on, right? Whereas in voice, you just need to make sure that that your voice is okay. Right. Well, so what I've done, actually, is I've put together a testimonial page that I mm -hmm. send to people after mm -hmm. I've worked with them and they've expressed that they're happy. <laughs> and I say, which is all of them, I'm sure. Well, I'm, yep. you know, I mean, it I'm looks hoping like all the, all the logo <laughs> that you have. My gosh. <laughs> I, I know. But, I mean, the problem but, is finding a logo you don't have, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but but I direct them to this page, and it has a way for them to put in their audio snippet using Witlingo, but it also has a form at the bottom that they can use to f submit a text if they just want to yep. submit text. Yep. So Because some people have different 
things yep. that are easier for them. Choices if it's easier for you to write than speak, right. then by yep. all means, you know, yep. so Absolutely. I, I want to give them the option. But I, I just yep. find it so fun and cool to actually hear people's voices when they're saying stuff like it's yeah, just... I mean, that's that's what we're discovering, right? Again, yeah. you know, it's, it's thanks to folks like you, right? Who, who will tell us this is interesting or this is not interesting because you know <laughs> it's it's gold also to be told eh, it's nice but because it saves me money mm, I'm not going to sure. waste a year of my life and my <laughs> engineers and all that doing something that's gonna you know so yeah it's all that feedback is and I don't think we we folks who are building technology are doing enough of it or as much I mean the folks who are successful really are the ones who have mastered um, getting engaged with potential customers and clients. I think so. Um, so, yeah. Sure, I would agree. No, I'm, I'm so happy that uh, you're finding value in it. Right totally, now, we're trying to yeah. find other use cases for, uh, you know, like right now we're, we're, we're talking to some journalists um, and, and we're trying to figure out, you know, would they be interested in, say, every article, they can start with a minute of them talking about the, because, you know, these these stories, that they they take weeks to, to put together, right? Sure, yeah. Especially the investigative reporting, right? Mm -hmm. So the reporter maybe have things to say, has things to say um, you know, that could just add some color to it, like for a minute or two, right? I wrote this article and this is this and that, and here's the article, right? Yeah, you can yeah. Read it. So we're trying to see, again, maybe we might get like, oh, I don't think so. And then they come back, they come back and they'll say, but on the other hand, this is what we want to do. Yeah. And like my, my engineers say, like my engineers say, they, we always start with something really smart and complicated. And then we end up with something that looks silly. And I'm telling them, don't call it silly. This is what the world wants. It has value. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And the engineers, uh, then they're like, yeah, that's true. That's true, boss. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio dash branding dash strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while, totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. And it's interesting, too, because the whole rise of using our voices to communicate, which has always been a thing for human beings, the whole rise of social audio now during the, the COVID era here yeah. um, has really been quite something because we're starting to learn that people want to actually socialize without needing to see the person, yeah. but it's easier to communicate with the voice sometimes than it is with straight text. Yeah. You're getting a lot more context. So things like Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces and all of that have, have come into have come into play here. And it's really interesting. But um, I know also that uh, you started something with the Open Voice Network. Do you want mm -hmm. to talk a little about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anybody who doesn't who uh, is not aware of the existence of this um, nonprofit called the Open Voice Network, 
please get familiar with them. Just type open voice network and it will take you to the right place. Um, but so uh, what I'm doing with them uh, and you're in, involved in it as I well. I am. Yes. Um, so what, what we, we launched this thing uh, for uh, social audio, right? Um, uh, and and the main reason why I talked to John Stein and said we should do this is because I know I knew nothing about social audio. And for me, the best way to learn is to just go and do. And the best way to learn is to try to teach others, right? So like if you know nothing about something, try to teach a class of it. Then it's going to, you have to do some, a lot <laughs> of homework, true, yeah. right? <laughs> you don't want to embarrass yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so on. And so and so we're, what we're doing right now, uh, you know, with you, uh, with, with a couple other folks, uh, we're trying to basically come up with at least the baseline of information that we can share with the community, uh, with folks within the open voice uh, network as well as beyond, um, to start understanding this new animal, uh, this social audio thing, right? I think this social audio thing, I don't think we understand it really that much right now. I think we have the basics of it, but I think where it's going to go and what it's going to be in a year, two, five years, I think we don't, I don't think we know really right now. I think it's just like social media back in 2004, five, <laughs> Yeah, right? early we didn't days. know it was going to be so powerful that it would uh, basically, you know, up, up and po- the political system. We had no idea. I mean, it would have been silly to say Twitter would be so huge that, you know, the president of the United States would be banned from it or the, the ex-presidents or the former presidents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? It would have been totally like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like I mean... dystopian future. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is, is, it, is it really, really going to be that important, this Twitter thing? Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it would have been just senseless to say that. And so I've sort of learned to sort of be more humble in terms of what we can predict, what I can predict. I, you know, I didn't predict YouTube at all. I think we talked about it. YouTube for me was like yeah, silly. Yeah. Facebook was silly. And so was LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn is boring compared to <laughs> Facebook. Like, oh, why would yeah. I go to LinkedIn? Who goes to LinkedIn anyway? Now I can't live without it because it's it's where I, I find people who do serious things, people I can do business with, right? Yeah. And I like that it's become that thing where people do serious things. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You don't go there, you know, you, there's no flaming Right. Yeah. No one's there to post about their, you know, their breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually, usually, usually once in a while. And usually the the ecosystem slaps them. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, don't do that. And then they, they learn. Um, and then but when you go to Twitter, it's a different thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to Facebook, I don't go to Facebook. I don't go to Facebook only to chat with my my siblings. Right. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I, I don't. Don't go there, right? But a lot of people go there. You know, huge numbers of people, billion, like billion or two or whatever. It's pretty big. Literally, yeah. It's a massive. Uh, but who, who the, the thing is, who could have predicted that? And so for the OVN, what we're trying to do is just the baseline so that we can uh, have it be a thing that people can say, oh, social audio is a thing. Let me go and understand uh, let's get. Let me. What What's the lingo that they use? Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a room, and there's the hallway, yeah. and I'm sure some new lingo is going to emerge. It's going to be really fascinating to see what kind of lingo is going to, to emerge, right? Like Over retweeting. Time, yeah. Remember tweeting, retweeting. All those things yes. were not now vocabulary, <laughs> right? Hashtag. Yeah. And then hashtag slip. Uh, you know, spilled into the main, the main culture, right? Yes. Hashtag, instant messaging. Instant messaging. Or DMing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Um, yeah. Uh, 
all, you know, all, so I think we are at the very beginning of it, and and and, uh, and with OVN, we're trying to basically just uh, start uh, helping folks to to get uh, a sense of what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy to be a part of that, and I'm I'm glad that OVN is kind of like you know sponsoring it or you know. Uh, helping to get it out there. I think that's a great idea because we need to know where this is going to go ethically before it becomes a big thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, exactly. That's a great point. I think is is there anything that we should learn, pick up lessons, learn from social media, um, Twitter, and so forth? Is there anything we can do to prevent some of that bad behavior? Well, I, I wish that there had been something like the OVN at the beginning of social media because, you mm-hmm. know, now it's it's still kind of the Wild West. You know, like the companies themselves are in charge, but you don't know what their rules are and they're different from company to company. And, <laughs> and, for social you know, media? For uh, social media, you mean? For social media, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, the ethical um, questions that come into play there are really only dictated by the companies that own the social media yeah, exactly not by human experience <laughs> if that makes That's any right. sense yeah. it's, it's a saddening and a bit frightening that um you know it's up to facebook to decide who to ban who not to ban exactly right? yeah and youtube youtube does the same thing and and a lot of i've seen a lot of people get banned on youtube from simple algorithm mistakes yeah and there's no reason that they should have been banned in the first place. And, and then there are others who should have been banned before January 6th, 2021. And they're not. Right? They were not banned <laughs> until yeah. it became clear <laughs> that they were admins. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to alienate anyone, but that's just an example, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots going on that we just don't really have any control over as the general public. And, and I think that these questions should be asked beforehand before it becomes out of our hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think there should be mechanisms also to, uh, uh, you know, if if something emerges, well, how do we deal with it, right? Uh, it cannot be left to these private companies to dictate, dictate things that have massive consequences. Yeah, yeah. they really, they really need to be talked about now. So I, I'm glad that we mentioned the OVN and I hope that people will check that out because um, I know particularly for my voiceover uh, friends that are checking this out, um, they also talk about the ethical um, things to consider between voice AI and other aspects of where that's leading and how it could affect voice acting you know i mean that's that's definitely a thing (laughs) so if you want to get in on that conversation that's the place to to check out definitely yeah and ovian does a lot of other things right yeah um so i think you should check them out i'm sure they are doing something that you would be interested in in you know in audio and voice and all um i don't do they have an audio uh voice Voice actor group? Not specifically for voice actors, as far as I know, but I know that the questions of the ethical, the mm-hmm. ethical questions of voice AI affect those of us in the voice acting industry. Right. So it's good to know what those ethical considerations are, according to OVN, so that we know where we where we stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, I've mentioned this to to John a couple of times during our conversations with the social audio network. So he seems to be paying attention. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he invite you to? Uh... I haven't heard anything. I haven't okay. heard anything. Yeah. But hopefully he's very, that very will. He's a very busy guy. But I yeah, think I know he's a busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I think you should probably lead lead something there. You're a leader, so. <laughs> Well, I'm happy to, uh, you know, talk about it with other people. I think it's definitely a conversation that needs to happen. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. myself and other voice actors I know would be really interested in it. But, uh, but yeah, it's definitely a question that we need to take into consideration. It's an important so, question. Yeah, very important question. Yeah. I know that we're all dealing with a lot of stuff these days, so I particularly wanted to acknowledge those that have taken the time to leave honest reviews of this podcast. Andy Wong has this to say, While business owners are likely familiar with branding and marketing, how often does one think of audio or sonic branding? Think about the power of a jingle or the mood of a song. It's important because sound can elicit an emotional response for more powerful marketing. Jody is a great guide exploring this topic and interviewing expert guests. As a voiceover professional, Jody's voice is also soothing while you learn. Excellent podcast. Thanks so much, Andy. Your Inspired Money podcast is, well, inspired. So I know you know a thing or two about putting a podcast together, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to write a review. And now, back to the show. So what are you working on right at this moment? that you might want to talk about? Oh, right at this moment, we, we're, uh, we're trying to figure out how to price. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> right, so we're a business. We found, uh, we think we found uh, three or four use cases where we're in the business right now of um, taking the product, um, creating the billing system, figuring out initial um, you know, um, pricing, because I think the pricing will evolve as we go and, and, and sure. tweak it here and there. We'll have a freemium meaning offering, meaning there'll be a, a tier that is free. So for because this is, this is this thing is completely new, right? So people you have, have to, to try get people it, using it, yeah. Right. And maybe I can brainstorm with you, you know, and sure. live in the air. Maybe the first uh, tier <laughs> is gonna be like three audios that you have. People can okay. try it. Yeah. But if if you want more, you can go to the next tier and so yeah. On. I think three is probably the minimum. I would right. Think. The minimum yeah. two is. Yeah. Three, you see them. Two and just like, isn't enough. Like if you're enough. using it for, uh, you know, social, you know, proofing, um, proofing yeah. then yeah, you need at least three. At least three, exactly. Yeah. Three or four maybe. Uh, and then and then people will say, you know, I have I have five, I have 10 of these. I want to have all 10. Sure. Right? We will see, right? Um, yeah. And so the, the the focus right now is, is to monetize the value, right? Number one and number two, to come up with some new use cases, um, and we have many other use cases. The, the the challenge is not again is not to go pursue, uh, you know, a path that doesn't lead to dollars, right? Because we have to pay the engineers, and I have to pay my well, post yeah, you're and, a business, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. expenses and and so people on. People understand this. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. that's true. That's what most people do understand that uh, if you if you if you want that value, right? I mean, you. Paid for it for the rest of uh, of, of your life uh, by <laughs> being part of the of the beta by giving us so um, so generously. Uh, I had a ton of fun, so <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> that's a, that's always a good thing. <laughs> I'm glad you did, but I can tell you that we, uh, you know, yeah, and we look forward to more <laughs> feedback I, from you. I'm here for that. I am definitely here for and that, I, and we appreciate it so much. 
I love the idea of actually using it as the way to make a sort of podcast. Like, I think it's a, a, a fantastic way to, I don't know, make a resource or some of some kind for people. Oh, yeah, that's like, another use case, right? Did, yeah, did, yeah. I, did we talk about it? The, I don't think the, we did. Yeah, the, you know, it came over like a few days ago. I don't know how it came up. Again, talking to people will always trigger something interesting, uh, <laughs> which is the multi, multicast, right? So, you know, so I reached out to a bunch. You were the first one to react, as always. <laughs> I love you for that, you know? <laughs> Always you a never, fun time. You yeah. never disappoint me <laughs> at all. Uh, and you came back with like something monumentally useful in terms of content <laughs> and, and quality and all. And so I was able to actually motivate other folks too. And so we have like now okay. 10 or 12 people. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, everybody will, they have a whole month to come up with something like two, three minutes of something. Yeah. And without doing other much than just organizing folks and none of them is going to have a heavy burden. We'll come up with something interesting and let's see if this goes somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, multicasting. Maybe uh, multicasting companies can have their customers once a month say something interesting. Yeah. I mean, right? it's a great way to get your customers or your clients involved in what you're doing and, and actually have them able to express their opinions to the general public yeah. at large that might be interested. Yeah, and, and show up in their podcast. And I, uh, yeah. I go back to my favorite uh, restaurant, Taco Bell. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Taco Bell asks for uh, somebody to speak for a minute or two, I would be happy to do it every month, right? <laughs> uh, yes, okay. And I'd be so proud that I was part of the Taco Bell, uh, you know, podcast. <laughs> sure, yeah, why not? I mean, right? again, it's social proof, right? So, yeah, I think it's an awesome use case and, and I hope it takes off. We'll so, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, so before we come to the end of this, uh, I, we're I already at the end of this. Almost, so yeah, we're, yeah, uh, yeah, we're getting flies. close. We're getting close. Time yeah. does fly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me something interesting about yourself that is not related to your work. Oh, I have the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> it's, um, besides it's... Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't want to talk about Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. You see this guy? Oh, I love it. Okay, yes. Okay. That's so, Spider-Man. So I'm just, yeah. I love to collect Spider-Man stuff. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. And, well, uh, you know, I, I have I'm, all kinds I'm of a fan. Things. So. Like I have my booklet here. Done. My, mm -hmm. I write note. I write, I have oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man's your guy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> you know, my son loves that, that because it's very easy for him to buy me things for my birthday. And I love it. I love Spider -Man it. Spider-Man socks, Spider-Man cap. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Yeah, I think everyone has their own like fandom. I I'm I'm a D and D player, oh. so so oh. I have my my little gelatinous cube. Nice. My little he's like a plush gelatinous cube, and he Love holds it. my headphones in my booth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all need that blanket. Yes, it's all security blanket. It's all about having fun. I mean, you know, why why do anything unless you're having fun? Really, I mean, exactly. come on. If you have choices, man. yeah. Yeah, if you have choices, make it fun. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's it's so true that it's up to us, to be honest with you. Very true. You know, it's there's a lot that's up to us. Not everything's up to us, but a lot of it is up to us. Yes, so. and whatever can be up to you, you may as well make exactly. it fun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you if they would like to reach out? Yeah, so go to witlingo.com. Uh, that's the company, witlingo.com, okay. spelled as it's pronounced. Uh, and then um, in LinkedIn, just look, look for me, Ahmed Bouzid. And on Twitter, uh, it's uh, I'm going to spell D as in David, I, D, 
as in David, O U Didu. Um, so I'll be there. I'm uh, I'm active in all of these, you know, active in LinkedIn and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and uh, hope, and also you'll find me once in a, once in a while, almost every week, hanging out, you know, um, in 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 your rooms. Uh, at oh, least one. Clubhouse, you have yeah. you have club, club your room right in clubhouse. Yeah. You have one or two. I I actually have a club that has two regular things two that regular, go on. Yeah. So on Wednesdays at two p.m. Eastern, there is a power of sound room that happens, and it scrolls through different topics. So we talk about voice, we talk about storytelling podcasting and music and then every once in a while I'll have an audio branding specific room so we just sort of you know rotate through the different topics as the as the Wednesdays pass and then on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern I have a chat with Cheryl Halling and Anne Ganguza where we talk about voices in podcasting so it's kind of like a mashup of voice actors and and podcasting so we talk about both and the mingling of both and and all of that kind of thing and it's really it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun, and I really encourage folks to go. You will not be disappointed. I mean, every <laughs> time I go there, um, I make a little bit of noise, and and Jody is always very gracious. Not to, uh, not to you're, you're a great panelist. I love having you up on the stage there. Yeah, and I you're think you're, are you participating in the voice one this coming Wednesday? I think you might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have it on my calendar, yeah. so I yeah, schedule yeah. things around it. <laughs> You know? That's good to know. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Sure. Uh, and I, I'm sure that you'll be joining us more than that. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. <laughs> no, I, you, you uh, I mean, the thing is you, the quality is great and it's consistent. Like you can, there are people who show up and, and you know what you're doing. So, well, they're small rooms. We, they're smaller rooms. So it's, it's easier to moderate when it's a smaller room. I've seen smaller <laughs> rooms uh, that are not, well, the thing is, <laughs> it is like everything else, right? It, you know, it takes it takes uh, talent, it takes commitment, uh, and also learning. I mean, I can see that we're all learning, right? Oh, yeah. Learning new things of how to do it well, right? And being open to that and all. Um, I've been in rooms where you know there's a lot, um, there's a lot of improvement to go. Um, but you know, you seem well. You are an actual. <laughs> well, I'm having a lot voice. of fun with it, and and I learn more stuff every time that we have a room. So, it's it's fantastic to be able to actually talk to people and have a discussion, which I really yeah. like about the whole clubhouse environment. And yeah. Twitter Spaces, I'm sure, is is very similar. So, Sue's yeah. and her yeah. rooms Sue's are probably is doing a great job there. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because the folks who are involved, at least in your, maybe that's the re- one of the reasons why your room. And in Sue's room are are good, is because the people who are involved uh, are also voice folks, right? <laughs> Not all of them, but Not a lot of them. of them can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But sort of the you know the medium is is there, and it's natural for them. It's their mm-hmm. sort of they're, they're they're fish in the water, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. They, they're comfortable, and so they know <laughs> the rules as well. Um, mm-hmm. But still, you know, I think there's a lot of um, I think people un- underestimate the. Um, the importance of the moderator in all of that, right? Sure. Yeah. Some people like me can just talk on and on and on, <laughs> you know, and you don't have a moderator who will stop them by nudging them a little bit. Uh, they'll just continue talking on and on because they think what they say is interesting and so on. But yeah, the moderator is, and that's, I think that's, a, and I think moderation in, um, in social audio is different 
thinking. It is. Then right? social media? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, social media, as far as moderation is concerned, is very similar to moderating a message board. Yeah. Um, depending on where you are, if it's in a group, then yeah, it's very similar to moderating a message board. And I did that for years on a songwriting website that I had going on. So I knew exactly how to do that. But doing it in a in an audio, audible format in like a voice format is really kind of a completely different thing. So it is a learning, there is a learning curve. Yeah, and, and you uh, have to move fast, yeah. right? Yeah. You have a lot of cues. Yeah. Right. Nobody can like raise their hand right like that maybe they can tap and you have to notice it yeah so there's there's a sort of not a lot of signals to work with right it feels and like. it's very off the cuff too i mean you have to yeah. think on your feet right so That's if right. you're and i don't consider myself to be particularly witty <laughs> you know well i consider it to be particularly witty <laughs> Well, it, it's just thinking on your feet. I'm getting I'm getting better at it. I think Clubhouse is helping me a lot with that. And being on other podcasts is actually helping a lot with that, too. But in general, I never thought of myself that way. So getting into a Clubhouse and learning how to do it in the spur of the moment was almost freeing, almost in a yeah. way um, of sort of taking improv to improve my voice acting chops. That's you know, like it's it's That's kind of an interesting difference. Uh, uh, yeah. between social medias. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that comparison, right? Improv. <laughs> it's like improv, right? It has, yeah. it has to be in real time, right? And yeah. You have a role, you're playing a role. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. My my usual role is to say yes and. <laughs> but at some point, you have to say, okay, next person. <laughs> next person. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're good at it. You're good at it. I mean, even folks who say things that may be a little bit, you know, I heard you were like, yeah, okay, thank you, thank you very much. Next, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, time to move on. Okay, move on. Uh, yeah, it's it's a delicate balance, it really is. But I find Clubhouse a lot of fun for for many different reasons, and I think that it's going. If not, it's if not Clubhouse itself, I think the whole social audio thing is so. definitely going to be a bigger thing so. in the, in so. the nearer future. Yeah, so something to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Well, anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I so appreciate it, Ahmed. You've thank been you, wonderful. And you're, this has been best. a ton of fun. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Whenever, uh, you know, whenever you're involved in anything, it's a ton of fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Judy. Thank you so much. Take care. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time. Bye.